This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hello and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune. I'm Maya, a singer, songwriter, video maker, Oakland native, and archaeology enthusiast. I am also a big fan of history. As you know, I love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, and anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. And each day, I'm going to share one of my favorite deep cuts with you. So let's take a look at today's stories. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, no it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365. On this day in 2012, Mexican archaeologists made a discovery that baffled the archaeological community. 15 feet underground beneath the plaza of an Aztec temple, they unearthed the skeleton of a young woman inside a burial mound, surrounded by a pile of 1,789 bones. And before you say, what's so surprising about finding bones in a burial mound? Well, let's reverse. The excavation site in question is located in Mexico City, which is built on top of the Aztec capital city, Tenochtitlan. Archaeologists have found rich excavation sites there, especially on the grounds of the capital's most magnificent temple, Templo Mayor. The Aztecs were a vibrant, powerful, and technologically sophisticated society with a complex religion at its center. Though their empire only lasted from 1345 to 1521, their influence still echoes through Mexican and American culture today. Another name for the Aztecs was the Mexica which is where the name Mexico comes from. When the Spanish later invaded in the 1500s, they adopted, or stole, a few Aztec words, and some of those even made it into modern English. You're speaking the Aztec tongue when you talk about chili, avocado, chocolate, guacamole, and mezcal. Aztec culture and mythology have inspired many pop culture moments as well. Aztec gods and mythology are referenced in things like sci-fi cult show, Stargate SG-1, the book and TV series American Gods, countless video games like Warcraft and Castlevania, and of course, Dungeons and Dragons. So who exactly were the Aztecs and where did they come from? First, let's go back as far as we know. Back into the reaches of time studied by paleoarchaeologists who studied hominid fossils ranging from 10,000 to 15 million years ago. Way, way back, the people who would eventually settle the Americas lived on the Asian continent and traveled across a land bridge connecting Siberia to Alaska. These groups came in different waves and settled in different parts of South, Central, and North America, creating distinct genetic groups. Historians believe that the Aztecs descended from the Second Migration, from Asia, and for thousands of years were a nomadic tribe traveling through North America and then northern Mexico. They arrived in south-central Mexico, where the Aztec Empire eventually developed in the early 1200s. The empire there at the time was the Toltecs, but the Toltec Empire fell quickly after the Aztecs' arrival. We don't know why, but a good guess is that the Aztecs had something to do with it. 
the Aztecs established extremely sophisticated agricultural, military, and political systems and developed high art and intellectual thought. In 1440, an Aztec warrior named Montezuma rose to power. He is remembered as the father of the Aztec Empire. He expanded the empire to rule over 500 smaller states, including over 5 million people. Their capital city of Tenochtitlan was the most densely populated in the region. Aztec society was extremely hierarchical, with a caste system that put noble families on top and serfs and enslaved people at the bottom. Their religion incorporated gods and mythologies from other tribes that have preceded them in the valley. Some of these gods are still venerated by various cultures today and populate many of our stories as well. Aztec temples were built as offering mounds, with the rectangular pyramids holding space for sacred offerings. In front of the temples would be a large plaza for rituals, festivals, dancing, and sacrifices. Noble families would sit in tiers around the plaza, shaded under elegant awnings, to observe and partake in the festivals. In Aztec religion, sacrifice and death were necessary parts of life and creation, and a central tenet of Aztec religion and ritual was human sacrifice. The Templo Mayor was the largest temple in the capital city, a massive pyramid with two smaller pyramid towers on top, one dedicated to the god of war and one dedicated to the god of rain. It was on the grounds of this temple that the archaeological oddity was found on August 8, 2012. The young woman's fully intact skeleton was located at a prominent end of the temple's sacred plaza. She was buried next to a small oak tree, probably a sacred tree, planted on a round platform, and of course, she was surrounded by hundreds and hundreds of bones. Why was the discovery so surprising? Well, first of all, the bones. As far as we know, the Aztecs didn't conduct ritual mass sacrifices. Secondly, she was buried on the most sacred grounds of the Aztec Empire, signaling that she was an elite member of Aztec society. And yet, as far as we know, the Aztec elite were cremated when they died. Our best guess is that the bones around her were relocated there from the graves, a ritual that some pre-Hispanic cultures observed as a part of ancestor worship, though we don't have any other evidence of the Aztecs practicing it. The burial site of this young woman was so specific, so clearly designed to mean something, and yet it's the first of its kind that we've found in Aztec culture. Who was she? Why was she so important? And whose bones are buried with her? Was she a noblewoman? Was she a sacred figure in a short-lived religious cult? Was she herself some kind of sacrifice? We may never know, but it's the questions themselves that drive our scientific discoveries, and maybe it'll lead to a good video game subplot. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1, since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Now, let's talk about music. This week, I'm welcoming my friend and fellow musician, Adam Brian Paul. Welcome to the podcast, Adam. Why don't you share about your life? Hey everyone, this is Brian, aka Adam Brian Paul. 
I'm here to talk about August 8th, 2018, three years ago. That's the day when I wrote my very first song. And that was pretty special for me because up until then I had not gotten creative with music, although I did play music my entire life. And um, I had grown up in a really traditional Chinese household where creativity just wasn't really a thing. Um, so after having written that first song, I thought to myself, hey, why not try to write some more music? And uh, so I did, and here we are three years later. It's been pretty cool. And now for today's final segment, I'll be going back into my own photo archives to see what I was up to on an August 8th in my life. So far, August facts have been kind of more exciting, slightly. I mean, yesterday I did share about how I just built a Lego set on August 7th, 2020, but we'll see if I have anything more exciting for an August 8th in my life. Okay, I spoke too soon. It doesn't look like I did anything exciting on any August 8ths of my life. However, let's do a quick rundown of different ones. August 8th, 2015. I bought myself an enamel pin with cats on it. I've always been a crazy cat lady. I continue to be so. And on August 8th, 2016, I took a picture of my cat and my dog, Hero. Rest in peace, Hero. We love you. On August 8th, 2018, I took another photo of my cat. On August 8th, 2019, I took a mirror selfie of me crying. On August 8th, 2020, I wrote a song. Actually, this is kind of more exciting. I wrote a song called Strawberry Dress because at the time, you know, 2020, summer 2020, the strawberry dress was a big thing. I took a bunch of photos of myself in it. They all blew up, you know, just pretty, pretty hot girl things, you know. And um, I wrote a song because I was like, okay, let's write a little love, little love song for, you know, women loving women and make a, a little recording of it. So I did that. And that was what I did on August 8th, 2020 when I was home. It wasn't a photo of my cat, but it still ended up being pretty cool. Thanks for going back in time with me. And remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can come back tomorrow for more stories from the past. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff. No, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's three